Hey, Rach, what's the best way to work with influencers if you're a brand? Obviously, Julia. (laughs) But seriously, episode 15 is brought to you by Obviously. That's Mm obvious.ly. Obviously is an influencer platform, an agency. They are the best in the biz. What I love about Obviously is that not only do they have really smart technology, Mm -hmm. but they have smart marketers in-house. So May, who is the founder of Obviously, really understands what brands are looking for from a brand marketing perspective, as well as how they want to measure mm-hmm. the campaigns that they're executing. Yeah. So you meet with May, you tell her what you're trying to achieve. She comes back to you with, well, she and her team with all mm-hmm. of these like smart, interesting ideas. And then they use technology that they've built themselves to match you with the right influencers. And these are anywhere from like small, medium to big influencers. Yeah. And I can also speak to the other side of it. So as an influencer, I log into Obviously and I'm offered opportunities and they're really good. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's a cash reward. Sometimes it's an in-kind reward. And it's always from like really high quality brands. I'm always really impressed. Um, Yeah, some of the brands that are on their platform are Sephora. Google. Google, Harry's. Coors is another beauty brand, Saxoff, yeah. Pantene. They work with everybody good. So if you are an influencer um, or you have a decent following and you know that you have good engagement on mm-hmm. Instagram or on YouTube, um, I would encourage you to check out their platform. Mm-hmm. But what obviously is providing to our listeners is a free 30-minute consultation. Mm-hmm. So there's literally like no reason not to do this. Yeah. So if you go to their website, which is obvious.ly, mm-hmm. and you go to the bottom, there's a contact button. And mm-hmm. so just email them, contact them, and say you heard about it on Do You, do you follow? follow. Use mm-hmm. the word follow in the subject line. And they will have um, a 30-minute call with you to discuss your influencer needs. You mm-hmm. will get so much out of this 30 minutes. Like, yeah. And, you know, I said this the last time we talked about them, but just the fact that, like, she's smart enough to come up with that offer like, it tells you a lot. I you know. know. So go check out obvious.ly and let us know if you talk to May and her team. <laughs> Obviously. Guys, it's episode 15. We're on the A side of Do You Follow Podcast. It's Love Week, a.k.a. Valentine's Day week. That was this week? This week. Oh, my God. It feels like it was like a month ago. What's the date? We have to tell people the date. We keep forgetting. It's Friday, February 16th, 2018. I'm Rachel Jo Silver. I'm Jade Alphine. And this is Do You Follow? A podcast about social media marketing where we answer your questions. Whether you work for a big brand, a little brand, you're running your own business and you just don't know what the hey to do (laughs) with social media and content, we're here to answer your cues. It's really such a waste that we're not recording these because if you could see Juliet's... You mean like um, living them? Yeah, we keep talking about Facebook living it and then we don't, we will, but Juliet's doing like full-on news broadcaster voice and facial expressions I'm channeling my... um, CNN and MSNBC. No, you're doing great. I just, it's really a shame that other people can't see you right now. Um, Live from New York. It's Friday evening. evening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have two really good questions today. Yeah, we do. Really good brand. I'm 
I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We are like important people listen to this podcast. The yeah. two brands that called in. I wish you, we could tell you what they are, but we can't. Oh, we I forgot. Are keeping the anonymous. Oh my god! Thank God that you safe. said that because I almost just said. But <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. We are cool. It's like BFD brands. I know. Okay. <laughs> but we can't brag about ourselves too much on the A side. That's really B side behavior. You're right. Okay. So should we get into it? Let, well, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Okay. I'm going to read the first question we got. Um, so this is someone who DM'd me. Um, they work at a... They dm Juliet? Of course. <laughs> Not should, Rachel. Just anonymously, someone <laughs> should DM Juliet and just... I just want to know... <laughs> I'm not even like I'm happy for my friend, whatever. But I'm just now I'm really curious. Like, like 150% of the questions come to Juliet. Like, just someone anonymously say, like, should I be doing something differently? Is it because my voice is annoying on the podcast? Am I too squeaky? Like, no. I feel like we have very similar. Well, we have different voices, but we both sound like girly. I've I'm gotten just, that feedback. <laughs> I'm just really, I'm just curious. Um, Guys, DM Rachel too. No, no, I don't even want you to DM me at this point because I don't want, I don't want your pity DMs. <laughs> I just want to know. I just want feedback. I thrive on feedback. I'm always trying to improve. I don't know. I've been told I'm very coachable. Maybe we should do an Instagram poll. Oh, <laughs> fine. Okay, but anyway, so let's anyway, get into it. this, uh, this listener DM'd me and they work for a outdoor technical apparel brand. Um, she works on the digital marketing team there, but her team only manages paid media channels. She says, we're held to a very strict return on ad spend that is pulled straight from Google Analytics for all of our vendors. Social has been an issue for us because when pulled from Google Analytics, it looks like we're losing money because our analytics team works on a last click attribution model. How do you measure the success of social ads? What KPIs do you use? Different attribution model that your entire company is aligned to? We basically only look at conversions and revenue, so I'm wondering if any other brands operate this way and still see success with social. And I also just wanted to note that this is not like an impulse purchase product um, that they're selling. It's kind of a higher end, like couple hundred dollar item. Yeah, um, not like... So luxury, the, yeah. but like you're not going to just be like, "Ooh, that's pretty. Yeah. I'm going to buy that lipstick." Like it's, that's not what the this consideration kind of time is higher yeah, than exactly. some other um, categories. Um, so let's answer her question. This is a good one. So I have a couple um, suggestions for how tests that I would execute and ways to measure this, mm-hmm. and just like some feelings about last click attribution. Mm-hmm. So it's I totally understand that, particularly in you know, big organizations, like, you need standardization across the way that you um, measure things. Mm -hmm. But I always advise people to take a step back and think about yourself as a consumer. How do you shop, particularly for a product like this? You see it on Instagram, you know, you're, like, interested, you save it, most likely, or screenshot it. Mm -hmm. Then you, like, are out on the street, and you see something with someone similar, and it, like, Mm -hmm. reminds you, and then... You know, like you go back and you look at it again and then you Google it and you go buy it. Like last click is lazy Mm -hmm. um, and old fashioned. And it really has like no meaning. And it has no meaning. Um, So 
that said, like, I understand that you can't probably march into whatever meeting you need to march into and be like, Rachel Jo Silver says that <laughs> last click attribution mm-hmm. is lazy. So here are some ways that I would test this. So mm-hmm. first of all, um, if you're using Facebook, try different landing pages. So do mm-hmm. different landing pages to different individual products. If there's a lift on those products and you know that you're promoting them on Facebook, that's directional. Mm-hmm. You can also look at how people coming in from certain channels behave on your site. What's the cart size of someone that comes in from Instagram? What's the cart size of someone that comes in from Facebook? Mm -hmm. Um, How long do they spend on your site? Um, Do they join your email list? Like, what's the LTV of people that come in from different channels? I think LTV is, like, a great way to prove Mm -hmm. um, people of higher intent. Um, I think that for Instagram, this is actually something I don't know for sure. You can see saves... If you're a business, if you have a business if you have a business profile, account, you can see when people save your posts, yeah. right? Can you do that on ads? Because mm-hmm. that would be like the best indicator for fashion, I would That's think. A really good question. We'll have to dig into this, but um, you know, those are the type of metrics that like I would be more interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, for example, if you're a brand like this, you don't have tons of content. You know, most of your traffic from Facebook is probably coming from stuff you're promoting. So again, you can just look at. You know, what do people that come in from Facebook, Pinterest, or Instagram, how much do they spend? What products are they buying? Are those the products that you're promoting? And I think, like, directionally that will help you understand, like, if there's a lift from your ads. Um, Like, landing pages, you know, are your friend. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that I would look at is... uh, Rachel Tipograph's product. So I won, yeah. um, it's called Micmac. Mm-hmm. And our friend Rachel has this amazing SaaS product that... She's um, basically solving this issue. She, yeah. So essentially what she does is she creates um, intermediary pages for brands mm-hmm. who uh, want to promote on social and you know, want to be able to attribute to different channels and want better conversion on their PDPs. Um, so again... I think it depends, like, by channel and by the price point of the product, but you should talk to Rachel. That's mm-hmm. um, Micmac, M-I-K-M-A-K. Micmac TV is their Instagram handle. At Micmac TV. Yes. Um, um, also, in GA, I think this is kind of newer, um, but there's, like, an assisted attribution feature that okay. is now part of, um, in, like, the e-commerce category mm-hmm. in GA, mm-hmm. you can, they're sort of like making steps, like Google understands that last click is not like. It's like an assistant basketball. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it can you know show how people, you. Oh my God. You know how sports guys get like credit for their like assists? Exactly. It's like when they help someone score a goal. Teamwork is the dream work. Teamwork. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to just march into the next meeting with your CMO and your agency and be like, Che Delphine says, teamwork me. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But so there's, um, in Google Analytics, you can, they're sort of making strides to estimate um, based on like user behavior where people have maybe like come to before they get to the last click Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so i haven't dug into it too much but i know that it exists and it could be worth like looking into and kind of presenting to your analytics team yep but i think to rachel's point do a lot of test testing is everything Mm -hmm. and then also think about like more than just the last click like if you are able to prove like a lot of people are coming to the site but like they're not converting or like just right, think that's about not the like, fault of. I yeah. mean, that me right. It's exactly. It's like maybe it's a product page problem, but right. 
Um, and like, are there also other things you can measure for? Like, if you don't think this is someone that something that someone checks out right away, also like. Mm-hmm. This is sort of like a tough thing to execute, of course, but if you're doing, if you're spending more, if you're like investing more in social or doing a particular social campaign, like, of course, you can always survey, you know, your customers mm-hmm. in store yeah. and um, online, like, where did you see this? How did you hear about it? And like, they don't always necessarily remember, mm-hmm. but that's why I think like, especially for a product like yours, like I order everything. I think this is another question. Like, are you, um, are your users... Your shoppers, um, is their behavior more typical to um, order online or are people really yeah. like showrooming and like right. going in and purchasing in store? Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, then, you know, you can do local targeting in places that you have stores on yep. Facebook and Instagram and use particular codes, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, like landing pages and codes and um, promoting individual products, not product categories, like can help you solve some of these problems. Yeah, totally. Um, but also, side note, um, we have an idea for you. We want to work with you on something. We do. We're gonna, for Love Stories TV. For Love Stories TV. We're going to email you, but um, mm-hmm. we have a partnership idea that we think is pretty cool. So um, stay tuned for that email. Yeah. That's exciting. That's what you get. If you send us your <laughs> questions, you might get to work with us. Yay. Yay. Um, <laughs> and it's not just like putting Love Stories TV on a coat, which I know no. is what you all are thinking. <laughs> okay. I like that question. Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, next question. Um, this is an interesting one. This is from mm-hmm. a nonprofit. So um, the person who works at this nonprofit, they emailed us at doyoufollowpodcast at gmail.com, and that's where you can always email us questions. Um, we love, like, email questions in addition to DMs because I feel like we get to – they're a little bit longer usually, and it's it's fun. Sometimes, yeah. But <laughs> I was just going to have a B-side thought. Turn yeah. to the B-side. Maybe I'll tell you about, like, how I feel about email versus Instagram messages versus Yeah, slides. I'm curious about – yeah, we should talk about that. Okay. Spoiler alert. I think things get lost everywhere but email, but we can get there. I think you're right. Okay, so this person works at a nonprofit, um, but it's kind of a – it's not a typical nonprofit. So they don't ask for donations, but they – um, partner with brands and um, create products um, for the the cause that this organization is, is so working for. So it's like um, their money comes in through people purchasing. It's mm-hmm. like products for good, right? Right. And they it's don't have like their a- own e-commerce pages all done through the partners. Um, but they don't get any data from the partners either. Mm-hmm. Um, so this person works in the like social and marketing side. Mm-hmm. She um, developed a strategy that revolves around um, them engaging with and keeping the people on their social platforms. Mm-hmm rather than driving people to read an impact story on their website. So it's really all happening. Well, Instagram is a new blog. Exactly. So so far I'm here. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. So. um, Oh, which reminds me on the B side, we have to talk about DCM. Oh, did you see? No. Oh, my God. I can't wait for you to tell me this. Okay. Okay. Um, Okay, so she says, we tell the story right on Instagram and aim to create a highly engaged community in our social platforms. We, of course, when posting about our products, are linking out to our partner sites, but we can't measure this and get no data from it. Currently, all of our social media is organic. As a nonprofit, we don't have a budget for paid. However, our leadership wants to see our overall following grow by half a million this year. 
tried to communicate the value of engagement over top line new followers. And as I'm sure you know, Instagram doesn't even have a follow us ads and Facebook does have them, but they don't recommend it as it's not the best way to expand your reach. My question's for you. Am I approaching my strategy the right way to focus on driving engagement on the platform given our unique challenges as nonprofit? How can we grow our top line audience using ads and organically? And should we even be focusing on this? This is a really good question that I think is not just relevant for the nonprofit that she works for, mm-hmm, but, but for, for everybody. Everyone. So, okay, let's start from the bottom. Yeah. It's okay that you want a lot of followers. Like The more followers you have, the more brands are going to want to work with you. The more influencers are going to want to work with you. Like, it's okay. Like, don't buy followers. But, like, it's good to get – it's good. A big following opens up doors for you. For sure. Um, It's totally fine. Like, it's an important KPI for Love Stories Mm -hmm. TV. Follow Love Stories TV on Instagram Mm -hmm. if you're not Mm -hmm. already. But um, you can't look at it, like, in you, a silo. It's not binary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and like, also, like, high engagement leads to more follow. Like, they're, well, it's, that's it's a symbiotic relationship. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's this thing that happens all the time where, like, people on marketing are, like, it's not followers, it's engagement. How do I get my C-suite to, like, understand that? And it's, like, well, your C-suite is right, too. Like, followers are mm-hmm. important. Empty followers, like, won't serve you. But, like, right. just from, like, a PR and sort of, like, um, biz dev perspective like yeah. they are important but don't buy them because it will come back to bite you later because then mm-hmm. your cmo is gonna be like why don't we get any traffic from instagram and it's like because your followers yeah. are fake. so yeah so it's okay to want followers i think thing two is like um i'm looking at, we know what the organization is so like w- you know we're looking at it so i think thing one is that you can get this data like use dash hudson mm-hmm. put a link in your bio and see what traffic you drive from each of your Instagram posts to your different partner pages like I see that you're driving to your website right now and like I don't I wouldn't do that I would from each individual Instagram post drive to the place where people can take action Mm -hmm. um that's for Instagram and for Facebook like essentially at this point Facebook followers don't matter at all like Facebook is like Pinterest like create good content like create good content and put a little bit of money behind it and then it will go viral and people will share and people will comment but like mm-hmm. Facebook is um having a huge a bunch of followers doesn't matter anymore and no one yeah. even looks at your Facebook followers like no one cares about we have 50,000 Facebook followers for Love Stories TV and we actually do get a lot of organic mm-hmm. engagement because it's wedding videos but nobody even knows that we have 50,000 yeah. fans like even though all of ours are like real but so yeah okay so I think Instagram followers matter I think Facebook doesn't just like spending your money wisely and if you spend your money wisely you'll attract new followers you'll mm-hmm. have content blah blah mm-hmm. but like here's my last thing and then I'll stop talking is that you the most important thing with Instagram and Facebook is like well not really Facebook anymore because people see it in the newsfeed but Instagram is like people need, why should I follow you yeah what am I gonna get from following you what can I expect so mm-hmm. I'm looking at this Instagram account and like it's a little bit too polished all too polished and like a little bit all over the place mm-hmm. so the first thing is some of these posts like don't tell me what what you're supposed to do. What you want me to do. And I think you want me to buy these products, so tell me that. And then use Dash mm-hmm. Hudson and put a link in the bio. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the other thing is, like, inspirational quotes are great and fine. And they get good engagement. And, like, stories about the people you help are great. Mm-hmm. You should always tell people how to help. So, like, something I don't love when I follow nonprofits or news organizations is they'll tell me some story and I want to help the people and they don't yeah. tell me how. Like, mm-hmm. be tell people what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. And, like... 
people should know what they're going to get like when they come to you and I know this particular brand works with a lot of celebrities and a lot of like other brands and like that's how you should get more followers totally so you should do giveaways with the other brands you work with that have lots of followers Mm -hmm. um same with the uh, celebrities you work with and what's like really great for you guys as a nonprofit is that you have product. Mm-hmm. Like that's you the biggest challenge to give of so many other nonprofits. Something to talk There's about and like, give away. Yeah. Totally. Um, you should have like cool influencer girls. Like I see a post of like, um, like a really funny, cute post of someone using the product, but like mm-hmm. you should have like aspirational, like um, people, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, Oh, it's cool to use that. Yeah. Where can I buy it? Like, tell people what you want them to do. Right, right. I think also, like, something that bigger companies, well, any company really, forgets is that in order to be, like, successful and have good engagement on social, you have to use the platforms as they're intended to be used. Mm -hmm. Which, like, usually doesn't mean, like, having your creative team make a beautiful graphic. Yes. Like, Instagram was made for the community mm-hmm. and showing people moments like capturing moments I think there's so much that you can do with the people who are like behind this cause yep. um, from like the sort of celebrity influencer side but also the people who really care about this yep. like the network of people who are impacted by this is huge and I think telling their stories is like a great place to start and probably will get you kind of more mm-hmm. I um, wonder who's tagging this brand Ugh, yeah. it's so annoying that you can't see on t- Instagram please allow us to everything on desktop we can do on mobile I know um, love social media marketers love social media marketers <laughs> let's see who's tagging them yeah Um, I mean honestly okay I just clicked on people tagging you <laughs> and it's like a be- I like love it like these are great photos mm-hmm. unless they're not talking about you oh well some of these people aren't talking about you <laughs> but still but still some of them are and maybe you can like play off of that yep yeah or you know totally but anyways you're doing amazing yeah we're looking at your account you already have tons of followers yeah. so I think you so, are on the right track yeah I think your question am I approaching my strategy the right way yes I think well keeping people okay I, th- I think that's up for debate. I don't think you – you do have an object – you want people to buy these products. That is what's mm-hmm. going to help the people that your organization serves. Right. So you are actually more like a retailer or like a department yeah. store from what I can tell. So you need to get Dash Hudson in your bio. Mm-hmm. You need to, in your different Instagram photos, like drive people to purchase the products that will help people. Mm-hmm. Intermixed with stories about the people you're helping. Yeah. And then at the end of those stories about the people you're helping, tell us how to help them. So like, yes, you don't need a blog. You don't have to drive people to your yeah. blog, but you should drive them from Instagram to like do the thing you want them to do. Yeah. Same with Facebook. Like, Write a long story on Facebook. I love it. Upload the photo directly on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I love it. Don't make people go back to your website to consume the content. But tell them at the end what to do. Totally. Because you are a service-driven organization and people Mm -hmm. are following you to help other people. But they can Mm -hmm. only help if you tell them how. Exactly. So I think, like, your focus on driving engagement, like, yes. it's like Yeah, you're right. It's a good thing, but I think there's, like, tweaks that need to be made in order for that to, like, actually be happening. Yeah, and I think to get followers, like, the first two things I would do is, like, do giveaways with every Mm -hmm. single brand you work with, schedule them out. They all have lots of followers. Then work with all the celebrities in your network and then call Mm -hmm. us back and we'll give you some more ideas. Yeah. Oh, 
So good. Thanks for calling because you are, this is like a legit call. I know. BFD over here. Yeah, we are. Okay. I think that's it for the A side. A side out. <laughs> Turn it over to the B side. We did like good spoilers for the B side. I know. I know. We did. I know. I know. Bye. Bye. See you next week. Oh, and don't forget to. Oh, we should do some call outs. Yeah. Email us at doyoufollowpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Like and um, rate us on iTunes. Please do that. It helps our podcast get dis- like more people to discover mm-hmm. it in the iTunes store. Can I also tell you all something I want you to do? What? We're going to talk about this more on Since You Asked, our wedding podcast. But we have two really legit cool things happening on Love Source C right now that I feel like we should promo here because it's our podcast and we can do whatever we want. Sure. Even though it's the A side. Mm-hmm. I'll be brief. We are giving away a $13,000 wedding photo video package. We teamed up with an amazing photographer and videographer. You can win free photo and video for your wedding. It's on Mm lovestoriestv.com. It's also via the link in my Instagram bio and lovestoriestv's Instagram bio. Yeah, We have another amazing giveaway going on. All the giveaways. Mm -hmm. We, a few months ago, teamed up with a filmmaker in our network to give a real couple, Chloe and Scott, an engagement video. If you don't know what engagement videos are, they're like engagement photos. photos, but moving. But moving. (laughs) And because you know that our whole insight with starting Love Story TV was people you know, want to be inspired by other real people. Mm -hmm. We always think that, like, real couples in love are more interesting than models pretending to be in love. So we went to Rent the Runway, M. Jemmy, Bonobos, and Chloe and Isabel, and they outfitted Chloe and Scott. We produced this amazing video for them. Now Chloe and Scott have an engagement video. It's really cool. Which is on their wedding website. Now the filmmaker is getting, like, tons of promo, and it's, like, the most beautiful story featuring all these products and you can win them so you can win everything that they wore in the video yeah it's like a seriously sweet it's like the it's a sweet present a sweet couple i know that is also on lovestorystv.com they're like hanging out in brooklyn on like a merry-go-round i know it's amazing i know so i'm really proud of the team for putting this together um it's you know like brand integrations at its best completely um and it looks like it cost about a billion times more. I know. I, know, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> so um, you should enter for a chance to win a dream wardrobe for your engagement photos or date night or night out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you're engaged, free photo and video. And now we will flip to the B-side. See ya. TTYL. <laughs>